Welcome back. This is the Wesson Walker Show Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ on a Wednesday. Keep the text coming on the FanDuel text line 704-570-9610. Hit that follow button on those socials on the WFNZ Twitter and Instagram at Westbryan underscore 72 at Walker Mail at HTB underscore Josh. And most importantly, at Wesson Walker on Twitter or X or Instagram. And uh, I just added a uh, Snapchat yesterday. Not Snapchat. I'm sorry. TikTok. I know I'm like super duper late, but I'm like, I have so many social medias. How could I ever have time? But our social media coordinator at uh, ACC convinced me to get a uh, TikTok. So okay. I have that now as well. Under you sound super excited about handle. it. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. I want to experiment was- with it and see because she was saying, you know, it's one of the uh, you can rack up followers on there pretty quick and stuff like that, man. So I'm like, you know, I'll give it a go. We're going to have Fiddy do got. dances for us. Yeah. Like some of the other TikTok famous yep. couples out there. We should do one together just because. and just. just I was just knocking this dude. I don't know. I didn't even realize that this was a game <laughs> show, but apparently Pictionary is a game show now. I didn't know that. But the host, I forget his name, but just doing the kid and play all wrong, man. It was terrible. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about because he's been on a ton of stuff, man. Hey, um, Jerry O'Connell? Jerry something. I think that's what his name is, yes. I don't know what. I haven't seen that dude in forever. Yep, but now Jerry O'Connell. You got it right. But now he's hosting Pictionary, and he's doing the kid and play terribly and kept at it, by the way. Like, he was determined. I'll give him that. But he kept doing it wrong. I think he figured out the last half of it, but it was hard to watch. All right, uh, going back to the text line, I know we just had the mock draft melee. Fans are getting behind that one. Brian says Bowers can hit that Kyle Pitts hype and get drafted top five, uh, in my opinion. And Reverend Herbaceous says Lad McConkey learning from Adam Thielen might be interesting. So those are a couple of uh, interesting names there. We talked about Brock Bowers as well. Panthers obviously won't be able to get him, but Lad McConkey is a guy that's starting to be linked to them a lot. I'm laughing at this text. Bagel guy writes in, it sounds like Wes was told to get a TikTok. Well, I wasn't told. <laughs> we, we just discussed it back and forth, and she told me some of the benefits and, and some of the things of it, and we, we talked a little bit of uh, semantics, if you will. And so I was like, all right, you know, I'll give it a try. But no, no telling, no forcing me to get a TikTok. But it okay. is a lot, man. All right. So uh, okay. now, without further ado, let's get to the campus corner. All right. We talked about it to start to show off. My Demon Deacons were unlucky at Notre Dame in the second half. They were eight for 30, two of 10 from three point land. Three assists, five turnovers in the second half. Notre Dame didn't fare much better. They only shot 30% for the game and 14% from three, but it would be enough. Marcus Burton, as I said, one of the best freshmen that you have yet to hear of was big time in this game. He was the fourth Irish freshman to record a 30-plus point performance joining Adrian Dantley, Troy Murphy, and Chris Thomas, and he's had 59 points over the last two games. So uh, they limited, as I said, Wake Forest just could not hit the broadside of a barn in the second half. They're now 8-9 all-time against Notre Dame, 2-6 and six in South Bend. We talked about it, but Hunter Salas, who came into the game fifth in the ACC in scoring, limited to seven points on two of 11 shooting. It marked a season low for him and the first time he was held to single-digit points since last year's Elite Eight round versus UConn when he was playing 
for the Zags. But now when we look at this game, let's do a little bit more of a deep dive. Even if Wake is to make the tournament, and we can talk about the ACC tournament as well, a loss like this, what does this do to our confidence level 1 through 10? Well, I'll tell you, uh, it puts mine at a 5. I mean, I'm just sitting there like, 50-50 shot uh, when we get into some of the bigger moments of the season when they get into the ACC tournament. If they are lucky enough to secure the double bye, I think that will give me a little bit more confidence if they're able to do that, close out, and win these last three games. Uh, I know Fiddy's talked about during this season how much teams have struggled on the road. Uh, And for Wake, you know, that's not necessarily an excuse. Uh, They just have to play better. They just absolutely fell apart in the second half. And Notre Dame, as I said, could have beaten them worse had they hit some of their shots down the stretch. They had many opportunities to really put Wake away, but weren't able to do so. So what's your confidence level in the Demon Deacons after that game? It wanes because here I am thinking Wake Forest would be a fun team to have make a deep run in the NCAA tournament. The problem is, as we've all talked about, they're so much better at home than they are away that how can you trust them away from Winston-Salem? You just can't do it time and time again. When we talked about this game yesterday, going into last night, we both both joked about if they lose you might be feeling something similar on a pain level to what you experienced with San Francisco losing the Super Bowl because this is what Wake basketball does if they have a huge win then most likely they're going to counter that with a terrible loss and we did say even if it was in South Bend and they've struggled on the road we expect this team to take care of business you can't have a letdown after a Duke win right well they did They scored 22 points in the second half. Here we are talking about the Hornets only scoring 26 in the first half. Wake scoring 22 in the second? That's Virginia numbers. Except Notre Dame's defense is not as good as Virginia in Charlottesville. And Wake acted like it. You're talking about them being unlucky. That's true. But Hunter Salas can't come up with a seven-point effort on 11 shots taken. That's terrible. And then even not even getting to the free throw line, right? Like with the comparison between Salas and R.J. Davis, R.J. Davis, terrible at Virginia too. What was it, one of 14, only one field goal? They at least got to the foul line and hit nine of 10 from the free throw stripe. So that didn't happen with Hunter Salas, and he's the fifth leading scorer. It's tough. Confidence level, it certainly waned compared to what it was even after and even before the Duke game. Uh, the Virginia loss, while it was tough, it's still at least against a good team that I expect to make the tourney, but Notre Dame's not going to make it. Pretty, what say you on this matter? Um, Just typical Wake Forest under Steve Forbes. Like, they, 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 they get a big win. They get you believing. And then they remind you why Wake Forest has perennial been the program that they've been because they just cannot, they just cannot come through when they need to come through. Last night was, was inexcusable. Um, there's no reason for you to be losing on the road at, you know, a team that's going to finish in the bottom third of the ACC. But that's been Wake Forest this year. It's been Wake Forest the last three years. And if they miss the tournament again. You'll look back at last night and say that's where they missed their chance to put on their dancing shoes. Yeah, I agree with that uh, wholeheartedly. This is not the way that you wanted to answer after that Duke matchup. But coming down the stretch, they go to Virginia Tech this weekend. Georgia Tech, they will take on on Tuesday. And then they close out the season on March 9th, taking on Clemson. Are any of these games a big worry, or should Wake Forest fans be worried about all three of these games as they Every finish up the season? Every game is a worry. Yeah. <laughs> Every yeah. single one. This is what they do. 
I, I can't. This is NC State, right? When NC State went on a stretch, and then NC State, it was, can we start to buy into them? Kevin Keats realizing the pressure. Can you keep it off of them with this nah. winning streak? Right. <laughs> I let this, the weird-sounding soundbite speak for me. No. Yeah, they should worry about every single game. One of them's on the road against Virginia Tech. Even at home against Georgia Tech and Clemson, yes, they've been great at home, and so maybe you can believe in them there. But Wake Forest just can't capitalize on some of their big-time wins that they have, and so, yeah, they got to take care of business. And then against Clemson, that's going to be a big-time game is for that double bye in the ACC tournament. So Clemson's a good enough basketball team to where maybe they get upset at home against Clemson, assuming the Demon Deacons will be the favorite. Yeah, when that game was over with, I was very angry. I was quite annoyed uh, at the game. But then once I saw because the main thing I was worried about was uh, the NCAA tournament status. I'm like, man, I hope this did knock us out. But it seems like that that's doing okay. But that's still, like you said, they have to continue to play well and they need to get wins down the stretch. They can't afford any more letdowns, especially uh, of this caliber. And I know that Notre Dame was a hot basketball team coming in in this game. And like I said, Marcus Burton is hell on wheels and people need to get to know this young man, but still inexcusable for the Demon Deacon. So tonight's action got a little bit more ACC basketball in a couple more games uh, of importance as we head down the stretch into the ACC tournament. Louisville will travel to Duke to take on the Blue Devils. This looks like a game that should be a great get-right game for the Blue Devils after losing to Wake Forest amid all of the controversy. But Duke star Kyle Filipowski who was out there as if he had been shot in war. Uh, he is expected to play Wednesday night versus Louisville, just four days removed from suffering a sprained knee during the court storming collision. Fiddy, I heard the groan back there. What do you feel about this? I mean, so you're telling me that Kyle Filipowski, who after initiated contact with the fan and then wanted to play victim in the postgame and it was definitely intentional, and I don't know how seriously hurt I am. Is going to be able to play 96 hours later? It's almost like <laughs> every single person that talked out of their ass on Saturday and Sunday when talking <laughs> about the matter was overreacted because he wasn't seriously injured. He wasn't seriously injured. And, and now, but because it's Duke and this is just a part of the facade of that program, no one's going to clown them for it. But, you know, what do, what do you expect? They one time and definitely suspended a player one game for tripping. So I, I have no ill will for Kyle Filipowski. And, you know, the fact he's going to play tonight just shows you, you that it was a massive yeah, overreaction. Yeah, I think you've got plenty of ill you, will. You have a lot of well, ill will. You know will. what I mean. You wish ill will. You mean the exact opposite of what you Walker, were saying. Walker, what do you uh, think about this matchup tonight with Filipowski coming back? Are you uh, feeling like he might have been uh, selling it pretty good after the Wake Court storming incident? No, man. I think oh he was really hurt. Like <laughs> well, you know he's going to take up for his little brother. You know yeah, what I'm saying? They go. look alike. So you oh, know he's going to take up for his little brother. Yeah. I have ill will towards you. That's who I have ill will towards. <laughs> no, yeah. The fact that he's coming back, um, it's not a great look for Kyle Filipowski, for sure. Yeah, you would have thought he would at least miss one game with the way that he, you know. Look, I do think that the larger point still needs to be discussed on court storming the fact that yeah Kyle Filipowski while he might not have been seriously injured certainly could happen with that stampede coming towards him we have seen Caitlin Clark go down where it's not like Caitlin Clark was trying to initiate contact 
So I do think there needs to be some amendments on how we court storm, which I don't know how much you guys were disagreeing with that as much. Of course, when we go too far with Jay Billis saying people need to be arrested and that's how you stop it, that's something entirely different. But also, the idea of protecting the players is something I absolutely subscribe to. Like, that's something I think we can get on board with, especially with Mark Mitchell having the middle fingers thrown up at him where fans can just go to the court and act unruly Mm. in front of him. Fitty. Nobody should be allowed to do that when you're about to exit the court. That's not okay. All right. I'm not saying they should get arrested, but I'm not going to have anybody talking reckless to me, too, as I go to the sideline and then go to the locker room when they're right in my face. And then I'm supposed to be the one that is controlled because if I do anything about it, then I am going to be the one that is suspended or reprimanded while the fans get to do whatever they want. That's not okay. Mm. Yeah, so we just need to get rid of NC State's entire fan base then because that's what they do for two hours they of basketball They go on the court games. and do it in front of the face. I'm saying it's bad enough that you do it from the stand. For sure. I'm with you. I don't think that you should be able to just say whatever you want to because you buy the tickets and it allows me to act like an animal. But you can't do it right in front of my face, point blank range, because you stormed the court in a way that you're not allowed to be on the court. Uh, That's okay that's to right. say that. I mean, you know, okay it is wrong. And, I, and, you know, if my, paper tape. if my fans do it for in, in front of somebody else, I'm not going to complain that much about it. But, no, you, you don't deserve to run up in somebody's face. Uh, and be able to do stuff because, in my opinion, if you do, and then I think if the player lays hands on you, then they shouldn't get in trouble, even though we know that that is not going to be the case. But uh, Jack has a great text on the FanDuel text line saying, Wes, is he going to get a standing ovation after the national anthem as well? LOL, I see a purple heart in his future. (laughs) So a lot of people are (laughs) seeing (laughs) what's going on, and they have their own jokes about this thing. Also tonight, we've got Virginia traveling to take on Boston College which could be a more interesting matchup than people think. But Virginia's defense, I think, will carry them through that one. And Old Dominion uh, will take on Appalachian State uh, as well tonight. So there's your college basketball action.